Josie's Bar podcast. We're a bar in Hell's Kitchen, and once a week we gather in the bar over a cold, hard brew and read an issue of Daredevil and discuss our thoughts on it because we love comics and Daredevil, don't we, Vix, my co-host? Mm, yes. <laughs> <laughs> when we say cold, hard brew, I mean usually a cup of tea. <laughs> I was going to say, like, brew to me means tea. <laughs> yes, yes. Don't be mistaken, listeners. We are English. <laughs> we like tea. Um, and we have the most special of special guests. I say that every week because every week it's true. Uh, it's Tammy. Yay! Hey! Hey! hey. hey it's, it's so good to record with you. It's been what, yeah. less than 24 hours? <laughs> yeah, we never record together. No, never. Never, ever. And we never, we certainly never chat on Facebook throughout the week. No. <laughs> we never send each other videos and memes. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> I mean, that's, I think, I think that is the way to communicate with people now, right? Oh, Just yeah. videos and memes. There's yeah, no need to say anything else. Yeah, look, all to right. be honest, I don't, I don't really have the energy to do much else. These yeah, days, exactly. I'm like just overwhelmed with everything. Like, here's a meme. It just goes to show that I'm thinking of you. Yeah, exactly. And it usually, I mean, really, they they say everything I need to say. So. We've got that that meme that we send to each other sometimes, Vix, haven't we? Which, if the other one's feeling fed up, we just see that send that meme, and it's the little skeleton riding a scooter, and it just says, "Beep beep, you sad fuck." <laughs> Anyway, the reason we got you on for this episode, Tammy, is obviously because you're you're a married lady. You have conquered the world of love um, and relationships. Right. So obviously, you can completely explain everything yeah. in this issue. Uh, okay. This issue. Yeah. But first, Matt's at it again. Exactly. But first, uh, we're a bar, uh, so what are we all drinking? Uh, jo- uh, oh, God, I called you Josie then, Tammy. Oh, my God. <laughs> it is now my bar. <laughs> it's now your bar. You're the boss. Uh, Tammy, um, what are you drinking? So uh, I think the last time this happened to you, I'm like, let me just grab something really quick. <laughs> I keep forgetting. <laughs> uh, the- uh, so I grabbed a beer out of the refrigerator, and it... it, it- <laughs> It's a beer we never get, but it is called Chihuahua Cerveza. It is Ooh. a Mexican-American beer. And I will tell you the only reason we got this beer is because I am I am a vegetarian, but I made my family, because they are not vegetarians, I made them pulled pork this week oh, nice. in the crock pot, and it asked for a 12-ounce thing of beer. And I was like, I don't have that. So <laughs> I went to the store, and uh, I was like, what kind of beer goes with pulled pork? So I was looking for like, I don't like Coronas or I really actually don't like a lot of the Mexican beers, but then I just thought this one was funny because it was called Chihuahua Cerveza. And I was like, that's it. I'm taking that one. Hopefully it'll work. <laughs> <laughs> and it's fine. It's, nice. a, it's a fine beer. So that's I grabbed that. Though. You want an ale, surely, to go I, into... Well, it's, um, it's a lager, so yeah, I mean, no, yeah, so no, not for cooking. <laughs> oh, for for no crock idea. pot for uh for pulled pork, they said lagers. So That's... and it's it is, I mean, it all worked. The as far as I know, the pork turned out good. I obviously did not have. <laughs> I'd be putting. Um, it smelled I, yeah, delicious. I'd, I'd be putting um, a real ale in there or a stout. Yeah. 
see here it's hard to get like a regular non-flavored stout Mm-hmm. Like it's really difficult. There's so many like milk stouts and like all these different peanut butter stouts. Like it's just <laughs> random shit that I'm just like, okay, well, I clearly don't want anything that has a flavor to it. And so this this one was, I mean, it's it's fine. This it's one was fine. With chihuahuas. Yeah, and then I was like, between this or like we, have, <laughs> this is to tell you how much I don't drink. <laughs> um, is over the holidays they do like these like um advent calendars of like alcohol oh, which yes. is insane mm-hmm. um and there was one like a 12 day of christmas one at costco and so it was like 12 mini bottles of wine but each of these wine bottles is not like a one serving wine bottle they're like multiple servings on these little wine bottles so i still have three bottles left from the beginning of December (laughs) that I have not finished because I'm just like, this is a lot. This is a lot of wine. So um, I went with the beer because I feel like that's more of a daytime drink where the wine I feel like is an evening drink. And for me, it's only one o'clock. Yeah, yeah, Joseph's is more of a beer bar than a wine bar. Yeah, Yeah, I wouldn't drink the wine here. It probably comes out of a box. Well, we, (laughs) we crush the grapes ourselves at the back with our feet, so. Oh, no. (laughs) There's that. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not interested in that, so thank you. Yeah, I'll just stick to the beer that I can open myself in a can. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm classy. <laughs> no, need for, no need for a glass. Uh, what are you guys drinking? Yeah, Vix, what are you drinking? Uh, peppermint tea. Oh. <sighs> so good. I'm, I'm being brave and drinking the water from Josie's bar this week. <laughs> I did have a swig of uh, my bottle of Jack Daniels a minute ago, so I've just got like a nice warm tummy. Like you get when you have a bit of bourbon, you're like, mm. so I have that as well. Yeah, I hope, you yeah, didn't, I, I hope you didn't drink it straight from the bottle off the bar because I know yeah. that we're not the most hygienic bar in the world, but that's dusty. Well, the water, I just stuck my head under the tap. Am I not supposed to do that? I lapped it like a dog. Uh, <laughs> we talked about this. <laughs> so anyway, this issue we are discussing, this episode is issue 63 of Daredevil, which is called The Gladiator or The Girl, or according to the cover, The Gladiator Goes Wild. Um, published... I'm sorry, I really like that title. <laughs> what, The Gladiator Goes Wild? Yeah. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> the Gladiator or The Girl, which one is Daredevil going to kiss? <laughs> uh, and it was published in April 1970. Um... It was written by The Usual Crew, so written by Roy Thomas, artist Gene Colan, embellisher Sid Shaw's letterer Artie Simek. And this issue is, uh, the description is as follows. Caught between battling the galvanising gladiator and saving the relationship with the girl he loves, Daredevil <laughs> must make a crucial decision. But is it the right one? You be the judge, true believers. Of course, it's not the right one. <laughs> also, does he end up really making? He just chooses to do both things. Yeah. So he's not, he doesn't make a decision. One way too late. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Tammy, as as the person who has mastered love. Um, oh God. What are your thoughts on Matt and Karen's relationship at the moment? <laughs> They're such sad sacks, both of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but. I mean, for entertainment value, it's hilarious. Uh, 
Karen being just like so extra and over the top. I, I, from the TV shows, I was not like the biggest Karen fan yeah. at all. It's why we started our other podcast because <laughs> I had a lot of problems with Karen. But um, in the comics, I think it's it's funny because it's like also a commentary on the the 60s and 70s and the way that mm-hmm. they perceived women yeah. and the way women felt about relationships and this just is so intense like this over the top emotion she has for Matt but I do really like that in this episode she's like well fuck this I gotta go yeah, and that's yeah. great yeah like, great yes Karen go run yeah <laughs> So I will say, like, I really enjoyed, uh, even though it was over the top for hilarity purposes, I enjoyed Karen, but also I enjoyed her because she, like, just decided to choose herself. Yeah. And move to the other side of the country. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got to really go, yeah. like, yeah. really far away. Also quit my job. Okay. <laughs> so I had, now Again. have no money as well. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Like her family are pretty rich. Yeah, she might have inherited money from her dad, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's an independently wealthy woman. Oh, oh god, that'd be great. <laughs> uh, what do you guys think of the cover with Daredevil on the floor? Oh, god. <laughs> the the guy it looks really tiny, like a cat. He does. I know it's yeah. the perspective, but he looks so tiny. He but he looks in this whole issue. The gladiator looks tiny. Does he? Yeah. He's like yeah. Yeah. He looks like normal man size oh. in this issue, and it's like in all the other issues that he was in, he looks absolutely enormous. Mm. So it was kind of weird. It's like who are you, who are you, tiny? Yeah, I think because of the perspective man. too. Like Daredevil looks super beefy on this cover. Yeah. <laughs> he's a he was a real beef boy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I, I, we'll talk about how Matt is drawn in this issue because I was happy because it's kind of ret- of a return, somewhat. Um, but we'll we'll get to that in a bit. Uh, I like that when this issue opens, it's like, it's like Roy Thomas is talking to Matt because he's like, the deep winter wind lashes your cheek, Matt Murdock, <laughs> as the police one <laughs> slices through the less than friendly waters. The boat lurches slightly. I was like, who is this? Who is this talking? <laughs> do we have do we have a narrator now? With like what is going on? Yeah. Uh so Matt and Foggy are in this boat and they're speeding out to um a prison. Uh we don't really know why as yet. Um but I am happy in this issue because Matt has the bright red hair again. His hair isn't that oh, yeah. beige orange. And he's not wearing khaki. And he's not wearing khaki, and he's wearing like a black suit. And I was like, yay! Yay! He's he's like back. I love it. I don't like his little blue gloves he's wearing at the start, but, you know, (laughs) I'll forgive him. I I like his wind whipped hair. I know, it's great. I want my hair to do that. Windswept uh, and interesting. (laughs) I love that he says that he's, he's being a bit, he's being a bit salty, Matt is. And he says, oh, they'll probably write off my testy tones as the words of an embittered yeah. black man. <laughs> like, all right. Oh, he's, having, he's having a little pity party for himself at the start of this. Yes. Yeah. And we get that weird yeah. panel where Daredevil's, like, swinging through Matt's sunglasses. I was like, what? What is it's happening here? It's such a weird panel. It looks like someone stuck a Daredevil sticker on his face. <laughs> <laughs> Under his sunglasses. And that's why that's my panel of the week oh. because it looks so weird. 
They do this like, like a few times in this issue where there's like yeah. things playing across other people's Stuck faces. Stuck on people's faces. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. yeah, it's not good. It's yeah. He, he, Claire, you have a daredevil tattoo, but he has tattooed himself on his face. <laughs> on his face. He's got a tiny, <laughs> a tiny daredevil on his face. Maybe I'll get that. It's tattoo a bold. Next. It's a bold move. <laughs> it's his way of like he's he doesn't want to tell like actually speak the words to Karen <laughs> that he's picking daredevil. So what he did was he got daredevil tattooed on his face, so he didn't actually have to say the words to her. Yeah, she knows. He just like shows up at her door and is like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, right. <laughs> Point taken. <laughs> so we get a flashback. And Matt is incredulous that Karen is quitting. And Karen's having, like, she's sobbing. It is, her, her line here is just amazing which is oh matt do i have to draw you a map one you can read with your fingers with those superpowers of yours it's just so i just love how she is like accepted the fact that matt is daredevil and and he has superpowers and he could use them to show her his love yeah she he just does not yeah yeah so good yeah, and he's basically like, oh, you know, and he he calls her little sharer of my secret identity. <laughs> That's not a cute that pet was name. So, that was so odd. That's a little bit I like had to hey, re-read. little lady. It's like, hmm. Well, it yeah. was, I I actually read that as like a bit threatening. Oh. <laughs> as yeah, kind he's of got like, his hands on her shoulders. Like, well, it's like, you know, where, where do you think you're going? You know, you can't get away from me now because you're like the only one that knows my secret identity. So... <laughs> Yeah, that's, I've, that's I've, scary. It was, it was a bit. I go down. You weird. go down, Karen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like your, <laughs> this is your life now. <laughs> I mean, uh, and he says that he loves her more than anything, but she's like, oh, anything except being dead. Are you mean? He's like, uh, um, blah, blah. <laughs> so she's like, right, I've had enough, and decides to leave. Doesn't my daredevil face tattoo tell you everything you need to know? <laughs> what do you think of her little green dress? Love it, especially a, in a couple of pages where te- yes. teamed with the little socks I and the loafers. I love the socks. And the, and the like the brown loafers. I was like, yes, yeah. yes. Spoiler alert! I'm pretty sure that's my panel of the week. Just that whole, like, the fact that we can see the look from head to toe and everything. Like a lot of times, uh, I I've noticed in uh, their drawings, it's like you get certain aspects that are super detailed, and then other things like shoes, for instance, mm-hmm. that are just like practically like a kid drew them all. Like, <laughs> like it's not you're not being able to get the full picture. But I feel like in that panel, they spent so much detail on Karen that they normally don't. And I just mm. thought it was gorgeous. I thought it was gorgeous. Yeah. So Karen's off toot, to, toot, toot. Karen's mm-hmm. off to Newark immediately uh, at noon that day. <laughs> so she's just decided. I've been, she's I've like, no. I'm flying away. <laughs> uh, she's told Matt she's quitting before she's told Foggy. Um, and Foggy's like, and Foggy's not, like he, again. <laughs> and Foggy's like, you're gonna go and stop her. And Matt's like, nah, it's too late. <laughs> He's just quick <laughs> enough. It was always too late from the day we met. <laughs> Foggy's probably like, all oh, right. Uh, 
God. <laughs> and Foggy's like, she does this every week, it's fine. <laughs> I... Like, what did you do to piss her off this time? Yeah, what have you done, Matt? Exactly. And so they're heading so they're heading to the prison, they've got this business to do, and they're hoping Matt's hoping they'll be back so he can go and stop Karen from leaving at the airport. I mean really Foggy could have just gone to this thing at the prison, but you know, never mind. But uh I have to ask Vix, what did you think about when Foggy says about Karen? How could she walk out on a calm, stable, level headed type like Matt? Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Oh, Vix is gonna like that line. Uh I just, yeah, I I cackled and then just sighed a lot <laughs> because it was just like, oh, for God's sake, <laughs> really, really? You don't know your best friend at all, do you, Foggy? No, he doesn't. Um, <laughs> well, I don't feel like he always treats Foggy the best, so um, I'm like, why, why does Foggy think this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, I think he, he just wanted to make sure his secretary sticks around. <laughs> yeah, like the the best secretary he's ever had. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and now she's leaving again. For God's sake, Matt! I really like the panel when they're driving to the prison, and you can see the skyline of Manhattan in silhouette behind, mm-hmm. and it looks like it's. I mean, I'm guessing it's sunrise because they're saying about, um, you know, noon coming up and all this. But I think that's really pretty. I like the. The blue and the green and the water. I like the mm. colours. Good job, artists. Um, I have a question for you, Claire. Ooh. What do you think about Matt calling himself, let alone my double life as a swashbuckling show artist? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the way he talks de- to himself is great. <laughs> he's definitely referred to himself before as a swashbuckler. And I love it every time because it's like. But he doesn't even have a swash to buckle. No. So... <laughs> He's like a little boy, like playing, like part. You know, part of him is that this is play. Like part of it is this is who he is, but part of it is like, oh, I get to dress up and play. You know. Oh yeah. I was sure. like when he called himself, I was like, all right, calm down, Errol Flynn. <laughs> oh no, Errol Flynn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want that. You don't want to start Errol Flynn. <laughs> no. Uh, so they're going into the prison. Wait, uh, uh, Claire, mm-hmm. did you guys and, and Vix did she, did you either of you also have the ad for Jim Driscoll in the Race to Danger that I thought was just a continuation <laughs> of this issue, but it is not. It's just an ad for Lee Jeans. No, because no. I'm looking at Mar- on Marvel Unlimited and I don't have the actual ah. issue in front of me, and you don't get ads yeah. on Marvel Unlimited. But please tell okay. us about this ad. It is. It just looks like a comic book, and it is two guys. They're going to be race car drivers, and one that's going to actually be driving is not has never driven before ever in this race. The other one is going to be using the car as a remote control, and I'm like, was this a thing? Would they do? (laughs) Um. And then somehow the remote control thing, like the technology stops working. And so Jim Driscoll, who was in the race car, wins anyway, even though he's never driven before a day in his life. And the whole reason is because he wore Lee jeans. (laughs) And boys, are you old enough to wear Lee's? High school and junior high guys wear Lee leans. How about you? It's time to get out of kitty clothes and into Lee's. They're tough. They're tight. <laughs> wow. Wow. I, I thought it says Lee leans the grown up pants. <laughs> <laughs> and 
I really was like, what the heck? How, what does this have to do with Daredevil? And I was like, oh, this is just an ad. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, I got several ads that were real wacky amazing. that we can talk about throughout this. All right. Sorry. Go oh, ahead. Yes, okay. Sarah. <laughs> so they go, they go to the prison and they visit the gladiator. Uh, or maybe it's not because he's just saying, I'm not the gladiator. I'm, I have amnesia. I'm just a, an innocent costume shop owner. I've been framed. I've been framed. I I never did nothing, Governor. Um, and I like that the police officer calls him Gladdy. <laughs> You're out of your yeah, head, yeah. Gladdy. <laughs> uh, were you happy to see the gladiator back, Bix? Yes. You do see his boots later. I know. I was quite excited about that. I know you love his boots. I do love his boots. Uh, do you? Are you a fan of the Gladiator, Tammy? Obviously, we we know him, or you know him from the uh, Netflix show. Yeah, yeah, and then previous issues. But mm-hmm. I, I do like him. I just, I didn't understand wh- why they just kept giving him. Like, <laughs> yeah, I this whole so thing <laughs> was just. Like I was just when Foggy hands over his discs, I'm like, "What are you doing?" But they did yeah. make it so they were due to explode. <laughs> yeah, but it just like this. It the whole thing just makes no sense whatsoever. It was like, uh, yeah, so strange. Like, if what was their plan if Daredevil didn't show up? Like, how were they going to get him? He's such a big guy, and I, I agree with Vix. Like, Gladiator does not look as large in this comic as he has uh-huh. in the past. And but, but even so, it's like he's still a threatening person. Mm-hmm. So even without his discs, it's like the guy just has brute strength. What, what did they think they were going to do and, with him? And he was like, he's, they say, doesn't, isn't it like the, the prison doctor or something says that it's not a high security, it's no, not no, like no. maximum security. And it's like, but they didn't know that Daredevil was going to show up. No. So what the hell were they just gonna wait they were basically just like this whole elaborate plan was to like give him the discs back so that he was like haha i really am the gladiator and then just wait in the room for them <laughs> to explode or whatever it's like like it, you were all gonna die yeah. what the hell he could have at least gone like foggy could have at least gone hey matt i know apparently your besties with daredevil so could you please give daredevil a heads up that we're going to go and do this ridiculous plan, and then Daredevil yeah. might want to swing by just in case. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, this whole the whole plan to get him to admit that he didn't doesn't have amnesia at all, and it's all a ruse, um, and that he really is the gladiator was just like I'm pretty sure you could have done it another way. I love like, that we get rather than this story as well. Rather than give him back like his deadly weapons. And his helmet like, and his armor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they gave they gave him the armor like in a box or something yeah. in his cell. It's like a present. Like, Here's yeah. armor back. It's like, ugh, yeah, it makes no sense whatsoever, like I'm, at all. I'm looking at Karen's full outfit again, and it's yeah, it's yeah. so cute. I love it. It's really cute. And she does talk about something that we mentioned, Vix, which is that she fell in love with a man that doesn't exist. 
I was just when I read that, I was just like, finally, thank you, well done, Karen. It's only taken you how many issues? <laughs> yeah. To like admit that out loud, like what the hell? And the, but then she does, she does go all ableist. Yeah, she does because she she and thought that like, he needed <laughs> me. Uh, you know, and she, because he's, you know, all this. Also, he's looking through Karen's hair, which I don't like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, they went from a really great panel to a really strange panel. And talking about strange, what about the the speech bubble at the bottom? Yeah. Where it says, still, who could imagine, who, still, who could imagine the, without fear, needing anyone or anything? And they've, like, written in man <laughs> to squeeze in. Yeah, so it makes sense. I love it so much. Uh, I'm so amazed they didn't redo that. They're just like, oh, no one will notice. No one will notice. Just, just pop that in there. It'll be fine. They're going to be too taken aback by looking at Matt looking through her hair as if it's transparent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's managed to get like invisibility powers or something. I don't know. She's like she's so brokenhearted uh, over Matt that she's literally fading away, <laughs> <laughs> like in uh, Back to the Future yeah. <laughs> when he's looking at when he looks at his photo of his family <sighs> and they will stop fading. I love that. The... So is her? Oh god! No, 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 go on. I was going to say, it's her, so looking at the panel with her, you know, the full body, we also get a view of her room. Yeah. Is her walls black? Uh, it looks the, yellow and black part, to me. Oh, no, it's well, not. The, it is the black. yellow is yeah. the light. The yellow so is the light. like, Karen is like God. She's got her <laughs> she sits alone in I mean, all her furniture is black. <laughs> her whole room is black. <laughs> Including her furniture. Yeah. Unless, is it is it supposed to be some sort of like lighting perspective thing? So. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but I just was like, why are her walls black? And she sleeps in this like ornate wooden bed. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. This is why she's so I feel like it was, That's <laughs> it. Yeah, she's like. I mean, the other thing here, though. I mean, I, I again, this this is probably my panel of the week. I mean, I I can't imagine something else being. But uh, she also looks like a sullen teenager here. Yeah, like she looks so tiny and young in that picture. Yeah, with the socks like pulled up. She mm-hmm. I like she's moving to LA and she's got the tiniest little suitcase. <laughs> and it's red, yeah. of course. Because we've noticed she accessorizes a lot with red stuff, you know, because well, of course. Of course. You know you know why. <laughs> um, <laughs> so she thinks about Matt and she thinks about him punching people. And then we go back to the uh, prison and I love that one of the ways that they're going to prove that Gladiator is Gladiator, is like Cinderella logic by going, well, if the costume fits you, then you must be Gladiator. So dumb. Oh, it's so great. Also, what what is the purpose of him having to say he's the Gladiator? Like, I don't, like, they just want him to admit it, but don't they just have enough evidence to prove he's the Gladiator? Like, he's in prison. One of the guards says at the beginning, like, he's in prison because he got caught fighting Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> like, what, 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 what more do you need? Why isn't Iron Man here, or, like, Tony, going, yeah, that's the guy I was fighting, like, identifying yeah. him? Yeah. 
you know. Yeah, it's so dumb. I don't know. So, um, so he's in a, a sort of minimum security prison um, for observation because, uh, you know, in case there's they doubt his sanity, which they don't, they think he's perfectly sane. He's just pretending. Um, and this is when they send in Foggy and Matt uh, because obviously Foggy's the DA. And uh, <laughs> Foggy immediately starts yelling at Gladiator and pointing at him, and he's like, "Yeah, he tried to kill me." Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the dude. That's him. And it's like, well, case, case closed, dude. Yeah. Like you caught him while he was fighting Iron Man, yeah. and now like the other person that he basically tried to kill has just gone. Like that's totally him. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But we'll give him back his blades anyway. Yeah, just in case. So it's to prod his memory. Well, yeah, if he goes, oh, yeah, I remember I'm Gladiator, then they can all go, we told you so? Like, yeah, what does it, what does it change? Like, Sammy. <laughs> I wish that were it. <laughs> Everyone has just been holding it in, but wishes they could say, I told you so. <laughs> and that's the end of the issue. <laughs> Uh, Matt um, knows that Gladiator is lying because of his his abilities, and then he's like, "Hey, why didn't I use my lie detector on Karen before? Could it be that no, she's not the type to make a grandstand play?" Oh God, she's so extra. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like she's she's literally flouncing out of the room onto a plane to the other side of the country. On the next panel. <laughs> but okay, oh, sure. So good. So she gets into the cab to Newark. She's still crying. She must be... I hope she's got a bottle of water. She's going to be dehydrated. Yeah. Like, poor dear. Also, she put eyeshadow on. Don't put eyeshadow on if you're crying this much. It's just going to look a mess. Yeah. Um. So this is when Foggy hands him the blades. So he's got his armour on and the <laughs> so blades. so dumb. <laughs> so now he has, like, his whole costume on. Yeah. Yeah. And surprise, surprise, it's like, ha-ha, I was the gladiator all along, <laughs> you fools. He like, punches, no like, Foggy right in the face. I know. It's <laughs> a bit mean. Oh, I, I do quite like that panel where he punches Foggy in the face. Yeah. Uh, and then he, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't he want calls Foggy's him an overconfident fool. Yeah. <laughs> And he calls Foggy your bloated self. And I was like, oh, poor Foggy. <laughs> Stop fat shaming Foggy. No. <laughs> Bless him. And then he also is like, huh, a blind man won't be able to help. So, but Matt is being sneaky and he hits the lights so it goes all dark. By accident, yeah. he's like, oh, what's going on? Uh, smash. <laughs> Smashes the light bulb. <laughs> uh, and that's so he can run away and change into Daredevil and pretend. That- I was wondering i'm like how is he going to do anything now in this little room but yeah. i thought that was smart yeah. to get the light off and then they just assume when the lights come on that gladiator stole matt <laughs> as a hostage <laughs> i just like the guy in the background's like this new bulb ought to do it oh gladiator's gone <laughs> <laughs> he's just got a bulb to hand I love it. Uh, and a stepladder and a stepladder <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, I love it. <laughs> Just this little handyman. He's so great. Um, so, uh, Gladiator's decided he's going to have revenge on Daredevil. Uh, Matt says that... I like that even even Gladiator is shocked that his plan worked. Yeah. 
Like, he's even surprised. Like, I thought maybe at most, like, Nelson would come and i get my revenge on him, maybe. But, like, the fact that they gave me my wrist blades, this is amazing. (laughs) Like, yeah, it's so stupid. I cannot believe they did that, Gladiator. I'm with you. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, Gladiator is so strong, he probably could escape even without the wrist blades. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he doesn't really sure. need them. Like, it's like, well, especially because they gave him his costume and, like, his boots are, like, literal knives. <laughs> yeah. So. So dumb. Like, even if he wasn't the gladiator, just say he was, like, your average, really beefy guy. <laughs> like, maybe don't give someone who's needing to see a psychiatrist in the, yeah. in the jail knives. Like, maybe don't give him weapons. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> Oh, so good. So Matt gets changed on the little windowsill and then <laughs> is heading up. I, I guess he leaves his clothes there. I don't know. And then he's heading up to stop the gladiator and he's like, wait, hang on a second. I just remembered Karen's leaving on a plane. <laughs> if only I could take a moment to phone her and try to reason with her. But then the alarm goes and so there's no time. Um, I do want to add some additional ads. Uh, Ooh, one, of, one of the ads, there, there's several like on this page, but the one that stuck out to me the most is because it's a black and white sheet of ads. and uh, But this one is in green and it says, nobody loves the Hulk. Great new rock song on 45 RPM stereo record plus second hit better things available only through this ad for a dollar. It's Hulkerific. And they have the... Um, address and i looked up and yeah sure enough it's a real song yeah, nobody loves the hulk to. i, I, I said need to it. listen to it <laughs> it's a it's definitely a late 60s early 70s song <laughs> um but some of the lines so basically like the first part of the song just talks about what happened to hulk and how he became the hulk and uh they say uh whenever people see him all they do is run and scream because and then the the chorus is nobody loves the hulk Aww. we don't allow no green skinned people here but then it's so sad because it says they shot him with H-bombs. The Hulk only became annoyed. All he wanted to do was settle down and get employed. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's a real, it's it's hilarious. But also I'm like, oh, it's such a sad song. So yeah, you can Google Nobody Loves the Hulk. That's what's <laughs> and, like really kind of sort of racist undertones well, that's oh yeah like yeah <laughs> but don't you feel that way with the hulk in general like he's <laughs> i mean he's a different color he yeah. that's why people hate him mm. he whenever he is upset at something he is all of a sudden quote-unquote violent like there's <laughs> a lot of things with the hulk that i'm like yeah. all right guys all right, 60s, let's calm it down. Um, but the song is by Roy Head and the Trait. By who? So Roy Head is by Roy Head. So he, he created this song as well. So, um, yeah, so you can look that up. But, yeah, that was one of the ads That's that stuck amazing. out to me. I'll tell you another one that did because it's quite crazy later okay. on. <laughs> oh, I also love the, the Hulk cartoon theme song, which Brad mm-hmm. clued me in on, which is the one where it goes... Ain't he unglamorous? <laughs> I was like, oh, poor Hulk. <laughs> he could be glamorous if he wants to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you feel bad for Foggy, I feel like you probably feel bad for the Hulk yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah. 
So Gladiator is like, hey, Dada, well, you seem slower than usual. Could it be you have other things on your mind? Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, wow, the Gladiator is so perceptive. He really is. <laughs> he can smell the angst. <laughs> yeah. uh, so they have a big battle. I, I love I love we get Daredevil kicking Gladiator with both feet, like when he kind of flips up. I, I love it whenever he does that move. He does it quite a lot, like kicks him in the chest. There's a dick punch in this. There issue is a as dick well. punch. Oh, I knew you'd notice that. <laughs> You're a dick punch watch. I am. It's a signature move. It is a signature move. Well, we talked about um, uh, in the last uh, episode, um, Tammy. I think it was Phil that came up with it, which was when Daredevil manages to like get changed, like in small places. So he should have said like where the windowsill um, scene earlier. It's a we call. No, Phil called it the Magic Mike Murdoch manoeuvre. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we'll have to think of a, a name for when he does a, a dick punch, because that's another manoeuvre he does, just like the old cloakaroo. Just call it dick punch. Mm. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, I'm not, I feel like it's already na- it's named for you. It's done. <laughs> we should have had an old cloakaroo in this episode, That would, or in this issue. That would have been good. Yeah. Just, like, throw a blanket over him. It always works. <laughs> <laughs> So the warden has decided that they, he wants to give Daredevil a chance to take the gladiator alive. I was like, uh, this doesn't sound very American. <laughs> Tell me, yeah. what's going on? I would have no. thought they would have just shot him. Well, I, I think really the moral of the story is cops are very fucking lazy. So <laughs> <laughs> if someone will do their work for them, but, but they, they can, wouldn't, they they can still have, take credit. True. So. They wouldn't have shot him because he's white. Yeah, exactly. So. That's true. Uh, I mean, this whole time they didn't actually believe and trust that he was Gladiator, even though they thought he was Gladiator, <laughs> just because he didn't. I'm like, this makes no fucking sense. But uh, yeah, so yeah, they just they're like, OK, yeah, Daredevil can go ahead and just do it and we'll take credit, which they kind of do. They do. The yeah, they're so... like, I'm sleepy. I don't want to work. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Daredevil's got a plan. Um, because the previous night, Matt uh, used his fingertips to study a floor plan of the jail. <laughs> of course he did. That leads, and he found this door that leads to a newly built row of empty cells. I was like, how new was this map if they've just been built? Where did you get this map from? <laughs> I love I Matt uh, leaping over that opening. Oh, yeah, yeah that's... Yeah, that's cool. But I guess if he's like the DA's special assistant, he probably has access to like blueprints at the town hall. Uh, yeah, true. But then he would have to go to the town hall and go, "Do you have a brand new blueprint of the jail, the brand new wing of it in Braille?" Yeah, because they <laughs> they're not because they'd be like, "Well, why do you need an old?" I don't know. It just seems weird. But obviously, he just used that's not one. Maybe he was, maybe he was getting it for, for for foggy, even though it wasn't. I don't know. So, my panel of the week <laughs> is, as this fight is going on, we get this close-up of Miss Karen Page. Mm. Oh, Matt, Daredevil, whichever one the real you truly is, why does my heart still <laughs> cry out for you? Tell me you need me. <laughs> now, when the time left to, to me here is so terribly short. And it's just a close-up <laughs> of her with a single Dean Winchester-like che- tear running down oh, her yeah. cheek. And then we zoom out, and she's in the middle of the airport, just having, <laughs> <laughs> just having oh, a total breakdown. Oh, I love it so. We've much. all been there. Come on, Claire. Oh. 
She looks like she's about to break into song. It's so great. Yeah, this was me when I was at Orlando Airport leaving, yeah. leaving you and Brad for the last time. Tammy, Aww. it was very dramatic. I will. Well, little did we know we were <laughs> having the world melt away from us at the time. We so. had too much yeah. fun. We destroyed the world. Yep. <laughs> we we did it, guys. Sorry, guys we destroyed the world. We, we fit too much fun into two weeks in Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> that's why everything's a shit since. nobody has ever said that before ever <laughs> but that's what we're saying <laughs> so Karen was that's hoping... a story I was Karen was hoping that Matt would come dashing in um, but nope <laughs> so she was like maybe I should call the prison nope I'm not missing my flight goodbye New York yeah I was actually kind of surprised I was like oh she for real just left good on her yeah. she's gone I liked it. And also, like, you know, given Matt's track record, of course he wasn't going to, like, come bounding in on a, on a, you know, at the last minute, at the at the gate, going, don't leave, Karen, I love you. No, of course not. Well, he's like, <laughs> it's too late. And then, yeah, <laughs> immediately, he's like, nope, it's too late. And now, when he can't get there, he's like, oh, it maybe really actually, is. you know, he just, he's so self-sabotaging, you know? Uh, All right, guys, I've got the ads for you. Okay. It is... Okay, first of all, it's a fucking full page of amazing ads. Everything from starting your own shoe and clothing business (laughs) to being a game warden to... You can have a He-Man voice. <laughs> oh, we've had that one before, the He-Man yeah, voice. Yeah, I love it. good stuff. Uh, learn baking at home. I mean, I don't know where else you're learning baking, but sure. Uh, if you're 11, you can sell things. But my favorite ad is in big, bold print, all capitals, too skinny? Question mark. <laughs> And this is a, a female. Like, I I feel like most of those ads, like, oh, you're too skinny, you need to bulk up, is, like, toward men. Yeah. But this is definitely a woman in a bikini, and she's too skinny. New scientific discovery helps you put on weight. Put on weight with Health Aids tablets. Improve your figure and looks by adding a few pounds and inches in the right places. I would love to know the science. <laughs> uh, I'd like to redistribute. <laughs> where my weight goes. Uh, don't don't be skinny because of bad eating habits. Gain as much weight as you like, <laughs> which I feel like I've already got cornered the market. I know how to do that. <laughs> um, guaranteed safe for men, women, teenagers. Health aid tablets are packed with pounds, gaining calories, vitamins, iron, minerals, and other nourishing ingredients to help you put on weight. Satisfaction guaranteed. <laughs> so, like, wow. these what? are just fucking weight gaining tablets they are um you can get a hundred tablets for two dollars and 98 cents 300 tablets you're getting 300 tablets for seven dollars and 50 cents which again i mean you could do the learn for learn baking at home and probably (laughs) gain the weight Um, seriously just do that but i just saw this ad it was like this is wild like to have a weight gain (laughs) ad like for women, women as well, yeah. And teenagers. Wow. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, I I just am like, what, why does this exist? Because they have a lot of ads in the comics which are like, for men, you know, like oh, you yeah. said, Tammy, like, hey, yeah. make yourself more muscly, but yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh, the other one was um, Fantastic Life-Size Ghost. Have you seen that? <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, 
I'll have to send you guys a picture of that one. Uh, it says, Fantastic Life Size Ghost. You, I'm sure it meant can, but it says you, man. Hey, you, man. Hey, you, man. The, <laughs> the, in, man. the invisible controls it will rise up from a hiding place up to 50 feet away. It will hover, float, dart, dance, and hide again. Hurry, send $2 today, and your ghost will arrive. I'm pretty I sure isn't it. that what um, Death's Head was using in his issue? <laughs> I need it. Like, <laughs> I, need, I need it as well as the 12-foot skeleton. Yeah, like, can you imagine, like, oh, yeah, 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 the Home Depot one, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so those were were the two ads that I was like, these are wild and fantastic. And, Claire, I sent you the picture of the ghost, so if you want to share with Vix, or if you don't, you want to secretly just keep it. (laughs) (laughs) Just keep it for me. Wow, that's. Why is there a half-naked child next to it? I don't understand. I don't know. I don't know. Let me send it to Vix. Hang on. Um, I'm sending it on WhatsApp, Vix. Okay. It, it's, it's, I'm scared. Of, I'm quite scared of this. There is a message for you. There you go. Thank you, Jarvis. <laughs> Jesus <not>. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> what? What's with the small half-naked child? Why is he topless? I don't know. Do you know what it looks like? It looks like one of those Victorian pictures where... Yes! Uh, well, they pose the dead children. Like, no, but like it looks like he was standing there for like a, a family photo or something, and then the um, like the, the figurine kind of appears on the... Um, oh, on the, the... Yeah, when it's developed. Yeah. 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 Maybe. Maybe there was no really? such ghost they were selling. That was his brother who died five years ago. That's very nice. <laughs> I just like the idea. Because I'm like, where where could you buy this now that it hovers, floats, darts, and dances? <laughs> and then hides again. <laughs> what is this magic that happened in, in 1970? Oh, that, can we time. get that now? <laughs> I don't want the half-naked child. No. They can keep that. I just, no. I just want the ghost. What do you think about this plan, Tammy, of Daredevil's to lure Gladiator into it's so dumb. this cell? <laughs> because he knows... Because obviously you're like, well, Gladiator can just soar yeah. through the bars. But, oh, no, it's perfectly timed. So his blade self-destructs because they're on a timer. Well, and, and I really was confused because I was like, well... Oh, when his blade started uh, breaking, I was like, oh, I guess these bars must be made out of something different. And that's why. (laughs) Yeah, or something. Because then why would it matter if this is a new wing of the jail or not? Because if his blades were going to break either way, what what the fuck does it matter? They just made like such a big deal out of the fact that I'm going to take him to the new wing that I saw on the map. And then like it didn't didn't matter. His things were breaking either way. So who cares? What is it because the, so they can lock him in one of the cells? I think so. Like, but... like strongest. I don't. I. I don't know. This is what happens when men write things. <laughs> well, Daredevil catches him and immediately swings away to go and find Karen, and uh, and then Foggy kind of says that he's got a little inkling as to why Daredevil might be. Uh, Leaving so quick. Mm. So, uh, guys, do you think that means that Foggy's going to find out that Matt is Daredevil soon? No. <laughs> well, yeah, that's right. Like, he won't. <laughs> yeah. 
I want to say I hope so, so that he can like kick Matt's ass mm. for not telling him, you know, his supposed best friend. Keep hoping. But yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Vic. <Vince. laughs> I know. So uh, the warden is going to thank uh, Dad when he's like, "Nope, can I use your phone?" And he tries <laughs> to phone Karen's apartment. But all he gets is the same, is the mocking answer, the harsh, some somehow haunting sound of a phone, which just keeps ringing, ringing, ringing. I really <laughs> like that ending. So good. I do like that I ending. Love it. It's, it's like the extra cherry on top of the extra <laughs> pie that was this issue. Yeah, mm-hmm. so Ka- Karen has finally, has gone, Vix. <laughs> Good for her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll find Good out. For her. Do you reckon, like, Deb helped her pack? I really hope so. <laughs> like, I really like Deb being like, you're make, absolutely making the right decision. There was too many red flags. Don't worry, I won't doing the right anything. thing. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, get on that plane, bitch, and, and leave. No, I'll even buy your ticket for you, Karen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would be amazing. Deb's just off panel in all of these panels, just helping. <laughs> and like cheer, like when she's waving her off at the airport, yeah. like cheering, going, "She did it! She finally did it! Right? <laughs> um, be free, Karen! Be free!" Be like a bird. Well, we'll find out maybe what happens to Miss Page oh, in, a, in a certain segment coming up. <laughs> uh, but do you guys have any any other thoughts on this issue overall before we get into our toots and our boots? It was really dumb. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that's all I have to say about oh, okay. that. <laughs> um, Tammy. Yeah, uh, it was it was just like the most soap opera <laughs> issue I think uh that has come across your podcast in a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is I mean, and, and, you know, Karen's stuff tends to be melodramatic, but even, this was just way over the top. Way over yeah. the this top. was, this was like peak Karen. Ah, oh, so good. Yeah. I don't watch soap operas because I read this, these comics. <laughs> you don't need to. Yeah, it's this comic right here, yeah. but like every day. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, what are our toots and our boots? Uh, Tammy... You have been on many a fashion podcast with myself. <laughs> <laughs> You're an expert in love and in fashion. So what is your two yeah. and your boot for this issue? Um, my two is is uh, Karen, not just in that green outfit, but also like that purpley pink jacket she puts over it, which I also think is a fantastic jacket. Um and just her walking away, like it, the whole idea of her dressing amazing and fabulously and then walking out on Matt is like that. The, the whole vibe is my yeah. tune, <laughs> like the whole vibe. Well, so yeah. ironic because um, he can't see it. Look how fabulous she looks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then, he can sense yeah, it. Though. Yeah, he can to be it. to be fair, she was hoping that he would turn up. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Um, and then my <laughs> my boots. So this is actually a very fashion light mm-hmm. issue because it's a lot of people in just uniform, which is like boring. Um, so I think after all of our discussion, I, I have picked my boot as <laughs> Daredevil having a, a Daredevil tattoo on his face. <laughs> <laughs> 
amazing. <laughs> that is, it's just too on the nose, Daredevil. It's just too on the nose. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Matt. <laughs> uh, Vix, what about you? My two is, I think it's it's all of our toots for this week, isn't it? Um, Karen's little little green um, ensemble, um, and especially with the um, with the little pink coat that she puts over the top. That's very cute. It's very, very cute. But there wasn't really much to boot, to be honest. Yeah, that was so, terrible. No, because I mean, maybe the police uniform. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, maybe I'll boot just police in general. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm having a look to see if I can see anything to boot. My two will obviously as well be um, Miss Karen Page because she looks fabulous and she's great and she's finally left that Matthew. Um, and my boot, I don't know. There's at one point where Foggy's not wearing his green jacket. I think he's wearing like a brown one. It's near the start. And I was like, no, Foggy, put your green jacket on because I like him in green. So I'm going to boot that. Okay. Uh, I can't even remember what colour it was. I'm looking and I can't find it. But yeah, I know I noticed Foggy wasn't in his usual outfit. Oh, he's wearing blue. Yeah, Foggy shouldn't wear blue. He should wear green. So I think they changed it in the panel because Karen's in front of him in her green dress. So it'd be green on green. Oh yeah, exactly. um, yeah. But I, I don't like him in blue. I like him in green. So I will boot that. Uh, right, panel of the week. I think we've all said. So like mine is Karen's emotional close up in the airport. <laughs> Tammy, what about you? Yeah, mine is her in her bedroom, sitting there with like the fact that we can see her whole outfit, her whole bedroom. I, I just, I love all the details they've put into that panel. And Vix? Mine is the Daredevil unintentional face tattoo on Matt's face. <laughs> just, so good. It just made me chuckle so much. It's, yeah, it's so funny. I didn't even think about it being like a tattoo, but I'm just looking at it and just like, what are they doing? It's not, it's not <laughs> Karen's transparent hair. Which <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is the idea of Karen slowly fading away. She's like, oh. Yeah. Matthew, she's pined so hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she pined for Matt so hard and so deeply that she just <laughs> disappeared. <laughs> she was never seen again. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> they thought she flew away on a plane. <laughs> she just faded into nothing. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Uh, Vix, what do we do now? Now we have to vote what we're going to do with this issue. Oh, yes. The the three places that we have to put it. (laughs) Yes, Uh, that's what this segment is actually known as. Oh, now we reach the segment, (laughs) the three places where we have to put it. (laughs) That's not a bad name for a segment, to be honest. So if we really, like, really love an issue and we think that it should be immortalised for all time, it gets carried on a cushion made of the tears of orphans to the back of Josie's bar where it goes in the vault. 
if we're like a bit kind of eh, it wasn't awful but it wasn't the best then it goes on a special shelf under the bar which Claire will sometimes use to decoupage the uh, bar tables and if we really hate it and we're just like this is just the most bollocks thing ever then it gets drop kicked out of the door and into piss alley where it will rot for all eternity it will drown in Karen's tears (laughs) (laughs) Uh, what do you think Tammy Um, I vote for under the bar I think that having Karen even though she still wanted Matt to come back and make the decision to choose her. I think that that's very valid. I think that's a valid reason to want to stay is like you're in love with somebody and you would like them to choose you. But the fact that she was like, but if he doesn't, I'm going. And that's, that's just the way it's going to be. And that she actually does that. And she gets on a plane and leaves. Like if it were just that storyline, I would be like in the vault. But then we have this stupid ass story <laughs> of, of the gladiator that doesn't make any sense. Like, it just doesn't... I cannot... The more we talked about it, the less sense it made. And I was like, oh, I can't. So, because it's like a have like, I feel like it should go under the bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, if it, if it didn't have, for me, if it didn't have Karen finally going... Latest bitches, I'm out, I'm done. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah. this is going out into Piss Alley because yeah, it was just sure. so lame. But Karen, like, for all intents and purposes, because I don't know what's going to happen in the next issue, <laughs> um, finally realizing that she's worth more than Matt Murdock uh, and leaving, uh, it goes under the bar. I think under the bar as well because it is an issue of two halves, as you said. Yeah. I think that means yeah. we're unanimous. Um, mm-hmm. and it's going have you? Un- do you have the gavel? I don't have the gavel, but I have uh, <gasps> our new um, our new crab bell next to me that will soon be uh, <laughs> next to Vic. So I will hit the crab bell. That's for last orders. We can do it for last orders as well. <laughs> okay. Um, the crab bell has a long sworded. Um, tail behind it. It is a highly sought after item that will be gracing <laughs> Josie's bar in the future. Yeah, just just Google uh, TK Maxx Crab Bell yeah, yes, and you'll yeah, understand. If you want a, yeah. A, yeah, an epic quest, many have many have sought the Crab Bell few have found it. I am one of the, the blessed uh, few that have been blessed Claire, with the appearance of the Crab Bell. Claire called me last week saying, uh, I've got to go to TK Maxx to find a picture frame, so I'm calling you because you have to stop me from buying candles. Yeah, you failed. I bought a candle. And I failed because I said, <laughs> I said, you know, like, the world's fucking ending. Just buy the candle. <laughs> like, just treat yourself. And then while she was on the way to the checkout, she was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. There's a crab bell. And I was just like, I literally, like, a little bit of wee came out. I was so excited. <laughs> it I was mean, like, it made my I discussing week. the crab bell in the intro to X Days, Tammy, right? Oh, yeah, probably. I would think so. I think it might be that far back. Mm. Because I'm trying to think of what... It was definitely on a podcast where we... That's where we, like, discovered that you guys have TK Maxx and we have TJ Maxx. And we were like, 
what the fuck? <laughs> and yeah. it was like this, be, the beginning of the end, because then it, it, it's it's been a then constant, like, revelation. Egg cups. <laughs> egg cups. It's like a yeah. constant revelation of the of how, with the internet, how do we not know these things about each other's company? And that fact that we've known each other for so yeah. long, I just... It still blows my mind, but I think it started with TK Maxx, TJ Maxx, and you sent uh, us the link to the Facebook group for the TK Maxx where uh, we learned about the Crab Bell. Yeah, the so crab even bell. though we don't have a TK Maxx, um, so, and believe me, in my TJ Maxx, I have looked for that Crab Bell. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely look for it. But um, yeah, then I started obsessively also watching for a crab bell. So well, yeah. and then we and then we were like, well, what if what if finding? And it wasn't just one crab bell. I should have walked so by there was two. Yeah. So it was like, is this a sign? Is this the tipping point of the world now? Where <laughs> now we have found the crab bell? Is is it a massive like drop downhill? From here on out, or is this the How? sign? Or is or is this the sign that things are about to get better? The crab bell makes everything better. So it's <laughs> so it's like is the the finding not one but two crab bells? Could it be the tipping point for the world? No, not so far. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is our yeah. our new um, the crab bell, which will be um, uh, the custodian of the crab bell will be Vix. <laughs> Um, it will be our bar. Nice. It was, it, it, our bell. It will sit on our bar, and when it's last drinks, we will ring ring the bell. <laughs> I'm just really hoping that like, the next place I move to has a mantelpiece okay. in the front room where I can put the crab bell yeah. front and center Absolutely. on the mantelpiece. Gotta, Pride gotta of place. I might even get it a little velveteen pillow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the crab bell guarding the vault on his own velveteen pillow. <laughs> Anyway, um, now it's time for we have another segment, uh, which is much more has a much more catchy name, which is Vix <laughs> predicts. <laughs> also, Tammy can predicts because Tammy does not know about the next one either. Oh. <gasps> now. No. It's not as catchy though as Vix predicts. Vix, I got to be Vix honest. Predicts. <laughs> <laughs> and Vix predicts has has the own uh, theme tune as well. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, which is still my my favorite thing. <laughs> uh, so I don't actually have the name of the issue in front of me, but I think I can remember what it was off the top of my head. I believe the issue is called "Suddenly the Stuntmaster." <gasps> Budget Ghost Riders back. Ghost awesome. Rider. Mm. Yeah, well, <laughs> budget Ghost Riders. Last we saw, <laughs> he was like destroyed every bone in his body and was like, oh, "I'm dying." <laughs> so, what what do you think this 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 guy is up to? Uh, maybe he's back for back for more. Now he's like all full of like nuts and bolts, <laughs> holding him together. He's a cyborg. Uh, He's back for another round with Daredevil. Oh. Maybe. On the mean streets of or, or, like, because, did he die? I can't no, remember. Was it like a bit injured. Was it like a bit ambiguous? Because maybe, maybe he comes back to haunt. Maybe he got hold of, like, the Death's Head mask. Oh, no. And has come back to, like, haunt, haunt Daredevil. 
but all of his bones are still broken, so he's just oh. like this, like, stuntmaster-shaped wibbly blob on a bike. Tammy, any thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, if that were true, I would love to see how they're drawing. <laughs> it's like a little wobbly, like, wiggly man, like, just on a bike. Um, yeah, I mean, clearly, I feel like if it's not Stuntmaster, then, like, does Stuntmaster have any family that's, like, taking over the Stuntmaster mantle? <laughs> Mrs. Stuntmaster. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because I, I, I just feel like they're not going to bring it back wobbly, but I, I like the idea of maybe there's, dream. like, a different Stuntmaster that's, like, taking over the Stuntmaster mantle. That's what I, I would like to predict. There's somebody else. What if it's Karen? What if she <gasps> hasn't gone to LA at all? And she Karen's become Stuntmaster. She's picked up the Stuntmaster mantle. And she's like, yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> this, is, this is what you get for messing okay, I, around. <laughs> yeah. I need I need evil Karen. That's what I need. Oh, that'd be amazing. Well, I can tell you two things about next issue if you would like. As a little and it's going to be none of those things. <laughs> would, you, would you like? Uh, yes. Okay. First thing I will tell you is there are some fashions in the next issue because we are in Amazing. the full-on Flower Power 70s. Guys. Oh, oh <laughs> whoa. So there we go. I'll just say that. Secondly, here is your description for the issue. Okay. Okay. Travelling to Hollywood to look for Karen Page, Daredevil runs into the Stumpmaster. The villain has reverted <laughs> to a life of crime, and it's up to Daredevil to set his life straight. So Karen's still like Karen's still gonna see him in the Daredevil costume and be like, Bitch, I moved across the country <laughs> to get away from you and you're still taunting me with the fact that you won't give up being Daredevil. Like what the hell? He's going to Hollywood. Ugh. <laughs> Hooray for Hollywood. <laughs> no. What do you think's gonna happen? What's she doing in Hollywood? She's like, she's so, she's got so much rage towards like Matt and his behavior yes. that she's been forced into a life of crime on a motorbike. Oh, fair enough. Okay. Amazing. I like it. I like it. I would love God, that. I hope that's it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. I'm looking through the issue now and I'm like, oh, I recognize some of these places. They're, they're going on the. The the sights of Hollywood. <laughs> well, Matt isn't, but <laughs> anyway. So yeah, I'm looking forward to to the next one. Um, Tammy, yeah, you do other podcasts, right? I do do Would other. Would you like podcasts? to promote this one? <laughs> uh, sure. I bet you have I the best podcast with you. <laughs> I, I have some amazing co-hosts. I have Claire, obviously, amazing. You know, when she decides to show yeah, up, there's yeah. that problem. <laughs> uh, no, and then uh, and Brad. So it's pretty awesome. We do two podcasts. One is a monthly po podcast about true, true crime. So you guys have heard about true crime, but have you heard about true, true crime? You can. You can find out all about it on our podcast absolutely true true crime a deadly serious podcast which um, was inspired by know. karen page 
it was inspired by Karen Page. <laughs> <laughs> To the point where we were recording, and I tell Claire, "Cut this out. This is a great idea." <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, and I still think it's a fun idea for podcasts, and I enjoy doing it. And we've been doing it for several years now, which is insane. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a monthly podcast. And then uh, the other podcast we do is uh, every week, except for that once a month, <laughs> uh, which is about Highlander called Not Quite Scottish Imports, where we talk about the fashions in the show and movies uh, of Highlander, the 90s series. It's super 90s, guys. Can you imagine if Duncan dealt with his 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 breakups like Matt does? <laughs> oh, God. You know, but sometimes that show is also melodramatic. <laughs> Yes, but Duncan, I Duncan is more like, "Hey, I'm really sad about this, so let's just fuck." Yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> so that's how that's how Duncan handles um, being upset with things. Uh, and also, like, I've also gone down a rabbit hole, which I talked about on the podcast because Claire sent a video to me about Adrian Paul, where he's just like talking about the show, and yeah, he does like all these like every day he does like. A minute or two long videos just about random shit and now i'm like in an adrian paul nice. hole where i watch adrian paul talk every day about random shit adrian paul, who so obviously plays great. the lead in, in highlander but he now it's a hardy like, since he, he's really hot um <laughs> since like highlander's finished now he just he just like like teaches sword fighting for a living and is living yeah. his best life and it's great he's a real yeah i mean he, he does acting yeah he's a real life <laughs> swashbuckler but yeah he does um i mean he acts still he does he's in different things but yeah he goes around and does sword fighting classes which at first i was like okay i need to take one of his sword fighting classes but then now i've watched clips of him and i'm like oh they look too intense i don't think i can <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's fun yeah. Like yeah it's fun we've been this is like well, what our seventh podcast together or something ridiculous Probably, yeah, because we've done uh, a lot. We've done a lot. You can go to uh, reactionary-sass.com and look up all of our podcasts because there's been a Since lot. the beginning of the internet. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like that a little bit. Uh, Vix, so. do you want to promote anything this week? No. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I don't have... Yeah. Reflux coming out soon. No. I oh, know, I'm so excited about that. Yeah, it's like Moon Knight, yeah. it's going to be great. Love it. Excited. Yeah. I'm really happy for the the Moon Knight fans that are getting, yeah, getting a yeah. show. It's like, it's great. Well, anyway, now it's time at the bar. I'm going to ring the bell this week. <laughs> Yay! Last, last orders, or <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> time at the bar. And we'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via Josie's Bar at reactionary-sass.com, on facebook.com at Josie's Bar Podcast, at Instagram or Twitter at Josie's Bar, or on Tumblr at josiesbarpodcast.tumblr.com. You can also call the SAS line 321-710-4947. Our other podcasts and individual social media accounts can be found at reactionary-sass.com.